loved how, you know, that play really depicted some realities that all of us know about within everyday life. You know, when I've thought about Christmas, especially the first Christmas, what you see, one of the things that you see is that Christmas is a picture about rejection. It's a picture about rejection. And that's why, you know, it's so relevant to every single one of us because in some way, shape or form, as we've gone down through life and as we've grown, each and every one of us are familiar with this awful thing called rejection. And even God, you know, even God, when He came into our world, was rejected. He knows about how we feel when we're faced with rejection, whether it's from a loved one, whether it's from our homes, whether it's in our employment. It comes in many shapes and sizes. Rejection is an awful thing. You can be going down the road of life. You can be having a great day. Your, your, your prospects are good. And then suddenly you get rejected and people turn their back on you and people start to speak about you in ways that, that make your heart heavy. And God knows how we feel. God knows the, the, the anguish and the anxiety and the huge emotional weight sometimes that bear down on our lives. Why? Because when He came to our world, He was rejected too. The one person that you can turn to when you feel rejected, when you feel alone, is God. Believe it or not, I never realized this when I was a young person. I was living in Northern Ireland and there was rejection all around me. Bombs, bullets and, and you know, huge confusion all around me. And in an environment of rejection, feeling all of these tensions in my emotions, I didn't realize that I could turn to God with this pain of rejection within me. Why? Because I'd grown up in an environment of religion. And religion says that God rejects us. Religion says that God is angry. Religion wants to give this picture about God that, you know, He's seething with aggression. And He can't come into the areas that we, where we need Him most. But you know, the most liberating day in my life was when I found out that God is not religious and God certainly isn't a rejecter when it comes to our heart and our lives and our needs. God loves to have a relationship with us. You know, Neha prayed so beautifully at the end, didn't she? She wrote that prayer herself. And one of the statements that she used was from the Bible, John chapter 3. Verse 16, she said, For God so loved the world that He gave. He gave. Christmas is all about God giving. The angel announced to Mary and Joseph that they were to call this gift that God was giving Jesus. That was one of the names that, that the angel said that you to call Him. But he wasn't only to be called Jesus, the Savior. The angel also revealed something wonderful. He said, you to call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. God sent us a gift in Jesus, Savior, 
to save us from our sins, to save us from our rejection, to save us, in fact, from any life predicament that tries to take us out and take us down. Jesus is the Savior. Jesus is the end of your search. Jesus is the answer. But when God sent his gift into the world, God with us, our world sent back a very different message to God. God not wanted. God was saying, I'm going to be with you. And we responded and said, we don't want you. And we saw it so marvelously pictured this morning. And it's the truth. You know, the reality of the first Christmas was really harsh. The reality of the first Christmas was full of confusion and conflict more than we really can understand or even imagine. Mary and Joseph traveled from Nazareth on a donkey over a hundred miles to get to Bethlehem in the hope of delivering this baby, this Christ child, God with us, the Savior. And suddenly from in to in they go. And what happens? Just as we've seen this morning, they get rejected. They get pushed aside. There's no room for you here. We're overcrowded. We're full. There's no, there's no place for you. We haven't planned for you. We haven't prepared for you. So you need to, you need to find somewhere else. And they go from in to in. And in Luke chapter 2, verse 7, it tells us clearly there was no room in any of the inns. There was no place for this gift of God. The one, the one moment in human history, the highest moment in human history where our world should have been waiting expectantly, where our world should have prepared and planned and made a place for the Christ. We're all asleep and there's no room for him. But you know what? The Bible in its history doesn't record God getting angry and saying, they rejected me. How dare they this moment where I sent my greatest gift into the world of Savior. They didn't accept me. They didn't prepare or plan or have any place for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back at them with vengeance and anger and judgment. No, 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 no. We sang it, our opening song this morning. You may have noticed, we declared your love is relentless. This is a relentless love that chases the human heart. This is a relentless love that moves through every rejection. This is a relentless love that comes after you, that wants to care for you, that wants to enter into every need and every circumstance and just be there for you. Not make you religious, not put you in some kind of, you know, crazy straight jacket that you're concerned to move in. No, it's a relationship. That is the message of Christmas. That is the story and the depiction of this event that we've seen this morning. God with us. Let me finally say this. I'm going to ask the musicians to come. And then we're going to sing, I think, our ooh-la-la song. Who loves the ooh-la-la song? Oh, it reminds me of my days when I was about nine years of age in Benidorm, when we were in a Spanish disco. I mean, it's fantastic. It's brilliant. Oh, it's fantastic. I love, I love those days. And now we've got them back in church. We're going to sing the ooh-la-la song in a minute. We're going to maybe sing a carol after that, and then we're going to have a cup of tea and enjoy ourselves. But you know, 
just, just a few weeks ago, I was riding home from work on my bike. And, um, you know, I saw a scene that really upset me. Live in Pontypool, the promised land, fantastic, the land of song. And um, I saw a scene that really, really upset me. And it was um, a, little, a little girl was walking towards me and her head was in her hands and school had just come out and she was sobbing quietly. And as I, as I came towards her, I saw another group, maybe 15 or 20 young people. And they were the popular ones. They were the strong ones. They were the confident ones. They were the pack, the pack. And this little girl, you know, she was a little overweight, only a little bit, but you could see that this pack of wolves, and that's what they were, pack of wolves just sat on this little girl and just started to really make fun of her and really, you know, like say derogatory things about, about her shape. And, and, you know, they were all laughing and jeering and, and cursing this little girl. She hadn't done anything. And she started to separate herself from her as they all surrounded her. And she started to walk away. What is that? You see, this, this message has so much reality in day-to-day in, in in -day life. What is that? That's, that's life saying, there's no room for you here. There's no place for you among us. That's rejection. That's, that's hostility. That's anger. And that little girl just turned around sobbing. Oh, it, I tell you what, it really, really saddened my heart to see that little girl. I thought, my God. And you know, I would have stopped. But I thought, I'm a 48-year-old man dressed in lycra. It's not... You know, there's sometimes, I, I tell you, I wish I could have stopped. It really, really disturbed me. And just, but she would have probably been more shocked and alarmed by me saying, are you okay? Than, you know, than just, just moving away. And she just walked away and I passed these youngsters. And, um, you know, I didn't say anything because these things have to be worked out and worked through in, in young people's lives. But I thought there when I saw those, those young people praying on that little girl and singling her out, I thought, there it is, rejection. There it is, hostility. There it is. It's still in the human heart. But you know, if you've been rejected today, if you've been pushed aside today, if you've been singled, singled out, if you've been gossiped about, if abuse has been hurled at you like it had to that little girl I'm telling you now this Christmas I want you to know one thing he's Emmanuel God with us he's Jesus the Savior the one that loves us the one that accepts us the one that puts his arms around us he's the one everybody else might have left you but I'm telling you the Bible says that he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. You. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing about Christmas. And not only about Christmas. About everything in the life that Jesus wants to give us. 
the one that they rejected the foremost characteristic of Jesus's life as he grew was this and this is what is noted about him as he walked through his life in every day he received all who came to him he didn't reject anyone he received all who came to him I wonder today are you ready are you ready to receive him as Savior are you ready to open the stable of your heart of your life don't let it be like that inn where the door gets tightly closed and slammed shut there's no room for you here Jesus there's no room for you here in this life no be like that open stable yeah it may be a bit messy yes it may smell a bit it may be you know full of confusion and abandoned and isolated but that stable Jesus was born in laid in a manger an open cattle shed right now I want to pray for us if you'd allow me to do that I would love just to pray with you right now and the Bible says that whosoever believes on the Lord shall be saved you will experience this salvation this peace that so many of us have experienced across this room do you need peace of course you do do you need joy and strength of course you do we all need it we don't just need chocolate nuts at Christmas we need joy we need peace I do I tell you we need security and salvation right now I'm gonna pray for you and then we're gonna sing and we're gonna have some tea father I pray for every person in this place and especially those today that don't know you I pray Holy Spirit they've watched and seen this beautiful picture of Jesus being born in the stable performed by our children Lord they've listened to the few words that I've given and in an appeal to them to open their heart I pray that there would be no heart closed today I pray every heart would be open today in this place that every heart you would find a place to be born again in that you Lord would would thrive in every life as there's an openness of heart now if you want to ask Jesus into your life you place your trust in him I'm gonna pray a very simple prayer say this under your breath quietly in your heart your husband can't pray it for you your wife can't pray it for you your children your mom and dad can't pray it for you you have to come to this moment and pray it and ask him to come into your heart say these words quietly Jesus I ask you to come into my heart today I want to know you as my Savior I want to know you as God with me and God in me right now this Christmas would you do another miracle the miracle of making your home in me let me know your love let me know your peace let me know the nearness of your presence inside my life thank you for your forgiveness 
Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, at the end, we're going to have some people just holding some Bibles up. Please take one. Or if there's a person that invited you here that you want to let know, just let them know that you prayed that prayer. Come and see us. Come and see myself. We would just love to encourage you and pray with you a little more if you'd like. And just keep coming back. You're welcome in this family, welcome in this home. And from us all at the King's Church, we want to we wanna say a huge, happy, Merry Christmas to everyone. Let's stand to our feet. We're going to sing. Come on, let's give him praise in this place. He is so good to us. Come on, church, let's give him praise.